0: Hello folks and welcome to a special edition episode of the Forbidden Planet International Podcast. I'm Peter and with me is Derek. Well, howdy. How are you doing? I'm not too bad. How are you, Peter? I'm swell. Uh, This episode is all about our favourite picks of graphic novels and comics from 2017. Ah, seems so long ago now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like almost as if it
1: was days ago. But yeah, folks, um, we've kind of, there's been a lot of comics out this, this like, last year, as you probably guess, uh, but we've kind of narrowed it down to at least five, well, yep. you know. Our, like, our, own
0: our own top five. Our own
1: top five, but I, I never stick to five, I'm, I'm too greedy, but I, I've I tried, don't. I've at least narrowed it down to five with a couple of menchies. You're such so. a maverick,
0: Derek. I know. <laughs> such a maverick. <laughs> Aren't I just? Well, if you've got more than five, perhaps, why don't you go first and all tell right, us what, right. your, what your first pick for 2017 First pick. The, these are in no order, instead, yeah. like, these are all just... Five favorites, although,
1: although, when Peter did ask me what it was, this is the first thing that literally popped in my head, and it was Extremity. Extremity has been like the best new comic to come out image, like for me anyway, in the the past couple of years. It's phenomenal. It's got it's got like kind of the big scope and epic budget of like the biggest, stupidest Michael Bay film, but with a real emotional heart Mm -hmm. to it. From I don't know, I can't think of a comparison, but it's honestly, it's. it's, yeah, it's really got a big heart in it, and it's got really strong themes in it, and the artwork's incredible.
0: Yeah, Daniel Warren Johnson, whose whose baby this is, mm-hmm. is amazing. His artwork's so intricate and intense and so emotional. It's, it's, Aye, yeah. no, absolutely.
1: Again, but with that scope in it, because yeah. it's a big sci-fi. It, it is uh, like the core of it is like a big sci-fi kind of epic. Uh, but yeah, like I say, it's got a very kind of personal. Story between like a father and his kids, but there's more to it than that as well it's it's honestly it's fascinating and I think the fact that he said that he's only doing twelve issues means that he's he's got a story to tell and he's he's sticking to it rather than say you know stretching out beyond. It's you know it's it's lifespan you yeah, know it's so interesting.
0: It's welcome. Yeah.
1: yeah exactly so no it's definitely definitely my pick and it's the first thing I thought of so yeah phenomenal again not like I I'll bring it up again because I always I always do it when the new issues out as well but yeah if you're not reading it please give it a try it's it's phenomenal and I think he's a big talent now and he's been slogging away and this is kind of a is it his breakout. I guess it would be, yeah. I'd like like. It's his I, first mainstream. Yeah, because so, I didn't. I, I didn't the know it Ghost name.
0: Fleet and stuff before that. Yeah, and,
1: uh, well, I, what like one of the guys in here was telling me he did like a, a kind of silent Star Trek,
0: uh, Star Wars. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, Star he Wars. He did the Star Wars. And he's on the Star Trek one as well. Oh well, oh, there you go yeah. then. Right, aye. So he the, did a the Star. The Star Wars one was about. Uh, it was in a, the, an X-wing fighter. Aye, return like Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was about a fighter pilot and a uh, rebel pilot then. And the Star Trek one was about, I think it was, was one of the Klingons, it's Martok, I think. Right, okay. Uh, focusing on him. Fasting. Uh, yeah, so. They are unofficial and only available from himself from co- at cons. Uh,
1: <laughs> so hopefully it comes over here, folks. So. Or,
0: or if you hit him up on, on Twitter or something, maybe you can arrange something, but that's all unofficial.
1: Aye, aye unofficial. We're just saying that as a kind of a suggestion.
0: Yeah, I've seen, seen pictures from it, and he's he's absolutely brilliant. He also did one based in Pacific Rim this year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I yeah, say yeah. this year, I mean last year. Aye, aye. aye. I knew what you meant. Wibbly, wobbly wobbly, timey wimey.
1: <laughs> so yeah, aye. Um, check it out, honestly. It's not too late it's not too late folks there you go <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one is Guardians of the Galaxy it's been phenomenal since it launched uh, Jerry Dugan and Aaron Cooder uh, launched it it's been twice a month uh, but it's been glorious like not to like belittle the Bendis run but it's they, they had such an energy to it they added such an energy to it mm. And he gave them a purpose, and now it's rolling on into like this year. Now they've got the big Infinity Countdown event coming as well. Um, we're not going into it too much, um, but yeah. So it's going to be. It's obviously they've centered it as the kind of the big centerpiece of the Marvel Universe right now because it's picking up after Secret Wars again. I'm not going into too much detail because you've got two trades of it, and you also get uh, you've also had kind of wee solo stories in each Guardian. You know, kind of showing you what's happened to them recently, and again, just giving it a, a bit of history, and you get a different arts with it. So you've had Fraser Irvin, uh, Greg Smallwood, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Samney on it, just lending their talents to it. Yeah, it's, it's
0: just top tier to talent.
1: It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I think it's been one of uh, mm-hmm. the 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 best kind of new Marvel things to have come out this year. It's it's brilliant. Uh, Jerry Duggins just made himself a big name. Uh, for marvel and he's been doing that in deadpool yeah his, his
0: deadpool stuff is really good it actually got me into the guy. Uh, got me
1: reading it i don't know if you remember that hulk run he did after wade kind of left it as well like the like the Doc green stuff oh yeah 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 stuff, huh? I, he shepard that and that was, that was again a lot of fun a lot like a lot of continuity it as well i'm a like, big big you know that yeah you we, all know that, know that. <laughs> so yeah any guy that can utilize that kind of like almost forgotten <clears> stuff <throat> is you know he's a big he's a big kind of friend of mine and so Kuder's art as well
0: was fantastic uh, I, I liked his run in action comics that was totally. really good that i regret really pack is. that's right yeah uh, so yeah fantastic that, absolutely um so i'll go on next yeah go it. for it I, I i'll start off with the most obvious one to me <laughs> 2017 has been the year of tom king the year of tom king <laughs> i think it's hard to dispute that uh because i think basically he's been reigning supreme with batman We've also had his the start of Mister Miracle, which didn't make my list because we're only halfway through it. And I might save that for next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, Tom King. What can I say? I, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Seriously, it's insane. Every single single issue he does just adds a different thing to the whole Bat mythology. It's so well thought out, so intricate. He's he he just he's basically. Absorbed the nine panel grids mm-hmm. and works to that for all the stories, but in a way that seems totally fresh, new, just original. It's it's incredible.
1: It feels like a kind of spirit- spiritual uh, follow up to kind of what Grant was doing, Grant yeah, Morrison, absolutely. on his run. That kind of that you know he, he he's kind of he's using all that back history that mm-hmm. almost some writers are afraid of and intimidated by because yeah. like the guy's been around for a wee while, mm-hmm. you know. So
0: it's impressive what he's done. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, he has embraced I mean. Whoever thought would be, you know, having emotional, you know, strains over the fate of Kite Man? Kite Man. It's ah, oh, seriously. In the War of Jokes and Riddles, which is the latest collection out, mm-hmm. uh, that basically tells you all about. Well, and amongst other things, uh, there's a wee aside giving you the history of Kite Man, a very, 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 very minor villain. That, yeah. Tom, that Tom King, I think, must have always first appearances of, <laughs> and is basically trying to bump him up so he can get you know money for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's my theory. Um, Interesting. But yeah, very minor villain who is elevated to this absolutely heartbreaking character. Mm-hmm. It's it's so good. It's so much fun. The current run that he's doing with the, the whole Batman Superman thing and Catwoman Lois, yeah. that is phenomenal. I mean, he used another old villain, Doctor Double X, in that. Who who was an actual villain of both Batman and Superman? Mm-hmm. So he just embraced all that. He did the whole classic, you know, Silver Age Bronze Age trope of having them swap costumes. Yeah. In that storyline as well, which is it's a, a silly daft thing that they all used to do in World's Finest, mm-hmm. usually to protect the other's identity. <laughs> uh, but it's it's just so much fun. It's so good, but it's also, it's it's gut wrenching. It's so emotional. It's phenomenally phenomenally good, and that's just his writing. Now listen. The artists on this is, have also been incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mikko Janin, uh, has who he worked with on Sheriff of Babylon. Uh, not Sheriff of Babylon, not Mitch Gerards. Who, yeah, Mitch Gerard, sorry. That's uh, right. Who worked with Sheriff of Babylon has been on it. Uh, Mikko jannon has been amazing in this as well. This stuff's phenomenal. Yep. Joel Jones has been on it. Clayman has been on it. I mean, so many people have been working with him, but they all do good chunks and they're all top-tier talents. Also, there's no... There's no art change that's jarring now. Sometimes you get a fill in artist yeah. and it's completely jarring. Then these people aren't really filling artists. They they do their bits and then it rotates a different artist to carry on. Well
1: even David Finch, even like he launched it mm-hmm. and you know, it doesn't like it feels still part of that tapestry that the, like King's mm-hmm. been been doing. You know, Absolutely. it does he it doesn't feel out of place. And he's been bringing out the best of each of them as well. Like mm-hmm. like again, in my opinion, Finch's stuff's been a kind of bit Hit and miss, but his, his Batman stuff's incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, I think all it needs is a good script. And, in fact, you know, he just had one of the best scripts to kind of come out, come on the Batman. So, yeah. there you go.
0: The War of Jobs and Riddles, in particular, is a fantastic story because it's not really telling you the story of the war. The whole thing is told as a flashback, mm-hmm. as an anecdote. And the way you tell an anecdote is you, you highlight the certain parts of it, yeah. You're not showing all the ins and outs. So, each issue kind of focuses on one time or one scene or one period. Mm-hmm. Of what happened when you know the Joker lost his smile, and the Riddler decided to um, give it back to him, shall we say? Oh. Uh, it's outstanding. You should definitely pick it up, check it out, and yeah, hail to the king, baby.
1: Well, let's well, not let's not go overboard. There's still only one King Beater, but anyway, anyway. Speaking of which, speaking of which, yes. What have you got next?
0: Next, uh, I'm going to head the Marvel side now to a title that flew under most people's radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, written by James Robinson with art by someone called Echo whose work I'm not hugely familiar with he's mostly a kind of a fill-in artist
1: actually with yeah. respect to him you know he's, maybe not had a, a big run I think he did Agents of Thunder uh, the,
0: who was that I think it was like when DC had like oh Thunder Agents Thunder, Thunder, Agents. Agents. Thunder yes. Agents yeah 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 so sorry good. yeah, yeah. No, that's good Uh, But this is Nick Fury, yes. Junior. Nick Fury, well it's not called Junior, it's just called Nick Fury. Still Junior. It only ran ran for six issues, but to be honest, Robinson then moved to DC, so I think it was about its time for it to go, Uh, and it's perfect. Each issue was a single issue, Mm -hmm. Uh, done on one, and it's, it's, as you said, it's Nick Fury Junior, it's not old man Nick Fury, but it's told in the style of uh, the 60s S.H.I.E.L.D. stories. It's very, very pop-arty. Yeah, it's so A heavy
1: Staranko feel to it, yeah. but without imitating it, just kind Absolutely. of obviously it's, homaging it's it. 21st but...
0: century Sturanko.
1: Yeah, yeah, its artwork's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, and the actual storytelling this is crazy. I don't know... The thing is, I really don't know where Robinson Ends and Echo begins as far as storytelling goes. Yeah. Because I don't know if... It's but then that's a good. That's, it's it's, that's it's also a good thing,
1: mesh. though. You know, because it's like you're supposed to work in unison. So yeah. the fact that you don't know, like, obviously, you can tell the like the Robinson bits. But mm-hmm. yeah, like, I think that's what again, what a good team's supposed
0: to do. They're supposed to just completely yeah. mesh. If you decide to check this one out, then I suggest you sit down, relax with a brandy, uh, perhaps <laughs> or a hot chocolate for all the knots. You know, like, sun, sun, nice. Bang on an old James Bond soundtrack from the sixties, and uh, yeah. Go for it. This is outstanding, and it's it's one I'm going to be recommending for a long time. It's a single standalone trade. Uh, Nick Fury. Yep, Robinson and Aiko. Go for it. Go for it. What else have you got there?
1: What else have I got there? It has to be Black Hammer. Jeff Lemire's kind of big love letter to the superhero genre, mm. but done in his own kind of small-town, creepy, kind of personal style. It's honestly, there's, it's got everything in it in terms of like, your references to, say, your old tales of suspense, or to Superman, Captain America, a, like Martian Manhunter—it's like, like Dean Ormston's artwork's phenomenal yeah, as well. Great it's again just giving that like you could do the superhero stuff but it's just like it's it gives you that kind of creepy otherworldly feel it's phenomenal uh, you've got two traits of it and you've also got Sherlock Frankenstein and that's kind of part of that series so I'm almost cheating here I'm having two comics there <laughs> <That's laughs> well not th- I did
0: chuck in Missing <laughs> I suppose that's
1: right. uh, you've got three issues of that so again not too late to jump in and that, that's kind of again if I give them too much I guess that deals it with the supervillain side of it Yeah, but like they're all same universal and, and, and they've also announced again like not, in fact no I'll save that because we're talking about what's coming out later this year but yes it is. you can tell he's world building but his own way kind of in his own way it's very exciting and it's not too late to jump in it. it's again awesome and it's just if you love if you've been reading superhero comics and you want maybe a different take on that fresher take or just even a, a, just a kind of off skewed Kind of version of them, go for it. Also feels really nostalgic as well. It does, it yeah. does, but without feeling overly nostalgic. Yeah, uh-huh. You know, it's definitely written with a lot of love for the the genre, but uh-huh. again, telling its own story in its own way. It
0: plays a lot in your nostalgia, but it's totally fresh. It's, that's what's special, absolutely. Yeah.
1: I think Lemire's had a great year. I'd say you're saying Tom King had a year. I think Lemire had a great oh, year. Because uh, his Dan, again, like quick mention, his Dan his stuff, his Old Man Logan stuff, like over at Marvel, Moon Knight was excellent mm-hmm. as well. So, and then you know, obviously Black Hammer and Royal City. Which kind of didn't fit in. like that? Didn't make the <laughs> lists, but not because it was bad anyway. It just, it just you know, there's, that there's so much good stuff. So out. much good stuff. So yeah. yeah, it's definitely you know Jeff Lemire had a very good year this year, and you know it could be a very exciting one. But again, more on that, later. There we
0: go. Well, I've done uh, one DC and one Marvel. Time for some image now. Oh ho! Uh, and it's going to be kill or be killed. Oh Now Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips have worked together on several projects in the past. Indeed. And they've all been very good. T- t- for me, this is the best one. Interesting. I genuinely have no idea where this is going. What seemed to be a classic Death Wish style kind of vigilante killer storyline mm-hmm. um, is twisted into this strange place where you don't know whether it's mental illness, you don't know whether it's kind of under the instructions of a demon. It's And this intriguing family back history and interpersonal history as a protagonist is, is incredible. Uh, this it's definitely the best they've been I think and also every issue there's great back matter as well yeah. which, which you don't get usually on, on most comics you're lucky if you get letters page yeah. but uh, the essays and the, the stuff that Rubaker talks about and his inspirations and just he rambles on mm-hmm. and it's really really interesting every single issue has got that the collections are phenomenal as well uh, and they reproduce them with all the all the covers and everything and it's it's absolutely brilliant it's it's a beautiful book. It's definitely Phillips's yeah.
1: best work. He gets better with each project, yeah. and this is I, I do I would agree with you. It's definitely
0: Phillips's best work. And again, definitely. it's kind of the way I said you should have like an old Bond soundtrack on for Nick Fury. This is kind of more of a seventies kind of death wishy sort of the Warriors kind of soundtrack on in the background. To oh this nice, one. Aye, for aye, me, absolutely. okay. Uh, if if I was to pair up some you know comics and music, that's what I'd go for. Uh, so killer be killed. Yep.
1: That's phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Aye, I'd second that. Still awesome. Right. Uh, what's next on, on my side then? Uh, bug. 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 DC's bug. <laughs> uh, they, it's uh, Mike Allred. Uh This is his big love letter to the king because the king turned. Well, it would have been his 100th years,
0: yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 Born so, 100 years ago last
1: year. So, yeah, so that's pretty <laughs> phenomenal. And yeah, it's just a bit like anyone that kind of knows his work and that knows he's kind of a big fan of the King. And, you know, who are you going to get? Like, besides Steve Rood, who else are you going to do a, like a big fitting tribute yeah. uh, to the King? And it's Bug. So, that's, and as you, if you've listened to us for a wee while, you know we love Jack Kirby. So, and I, like we loved Mike, Michael Allred as well. So, yeah. you know, if you're,
0: and again, it's one that flew under a lot of people's radar. Absolutely, yeah, so. which is
1: a, a, a crime. Um, it just deals with like, a lot of his new, his kind of his new gods, fourth world mm-hmm. kind of work, but also referencing a lot of, like Omak or yeah. Atlas as well. Yeah, basically
0: all, all, the, all the DC Kirby creations pretty much turn up in this. Yes, yeah. but it's weird because the main character is Forager in it, and it takes no. it, it takes a storyline from where he was left off in Cosmic Odyssey, which was Jim Starlin. It wasn't even covered. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah, yeah. so right. picks up from there and uh, uses him as the main character. But basically, just... he, he's almost like a cipher to tell all these strange stories and have all these other different yeah, it's... characters appear. Yeah, the, the, the and... story's bananas, honestly. It's crazy. I can't wait till this is collected because it's going to it's gonna be an amazing collection.
1: Aye, so if you're a fan of his stuff, um, definitely kind of check it out. But mm. there might be more on him later. Mm. Mm. There you go. Okay. Uh, do you want to go next next, well I've got I've got one more actually yeah I I
0: have one more you've got one more I've got one more okay Nicky's I'll go next (laughs) (laughs)
1: two more alright okay Okay. go
0: Uh, well as regular listeners listeners to the show we'll know uh, there's one title that again I said flew under most people's radar which I thought was outstanding from DC and also from Hanna-Barbera it's the Flintstones dabba doo! I never thought I'd be sitting here singing the praises of a Flintstones comic because it just sounds so daft. You and me both. But Mark Russell again, uh, who I mentioned uh, earlier. Uh, he actually didn't. I mentioned that on our other podcast, which you can find also in this feed. <gasps> Link. Yes, uh, Mark Russell, who wrote Prez, uh, is, is writing this. He's also going to be writing the new Snaggletooth series. So sorry, Snagglepuss. Snagglepuss, not Snaggletooth. He's not writing the Star Wars comic. <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah. Sna- <laughs> yeah. i wonder if they've ever met someone must have done a fanfic snagglepuss and snaggletooth ah I don't, hmm, interesting that'd be good yeah. <laughs> hmm okay i'm now thinking of strange things uh so mark russell yeah again fantastic satirist uh every single issue is different every single issue was a five-star comic to me apart from one which is a four but that's okay oh, oh. <laughs> only one didn't make that five-star cut but every single issue was incredible I can't believe he had me in tears. I'm gonna be honest. He had me in tears over the whole story about bowling ball and a bowling ball. It's a character in it who's an armadillo. Yeah, and you can understand how he's used. So yeah, it's phenomenal. Steve Pugh's art, also I can't I can't possibly praise highly enough. He reinvents the characters. They all they all look similar enough to their original conceptions, but they're modernized. They Just for storytelling, they just look amazing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. Slate, as well, Fred's boss, is an amazing character in this. But there's so much, so much satire in this, so much, so much uh, modern dilemmas and modern situations that are covered in this. Things like um, uh, elections, uh, (laughs) fake news, that sort Uh of thing. Sexuality is a big part of this as well. Uh, It's, there's so much Mm -hmm. consumerism. Uh, and there's so many tiny wee jokes just in the backgrounds of panels as well it's it's phenomenally good I, I highly recommend you check it out um, the Flintstones meet those Flintstones <laughs> I think they're the modern Stone Age family oh
1: from uh, the time of bedrock alright so I'm not gonna like <laughs> we're not gonna have time to go through the whole thing uh, we
0: probably don't have uh, copyright clearance to carry on but that's fine drats do you wanna do your last yeah. one or do you want me to do um... uh, okay I'll finish off uh, I'll finish off mine and then, uh, I was gonna I'm say, gonna say I've, got, I've, got, I've got
1: more left here come
0: on <laughs> that's okay as Derek mentioned earlier on, uh, Mike Aldred has been doing a lot of good work this year. Mm-hmm. Bug was one of his projects, but he finished off another massive project as well from him and also what Aldred, and from writer Dan Slott, we saw well, twenty seventeen saw the end of the Silver Surfer. Gutted. This was such such a good series. It was it was Doctor Who in the Marvel Universe on mm-hmm. a surfboard. It it was like modern Doctor Who type stories told. With a limitless budget, yeah, because uh, right. it was basically Silver Surfer and his companion, uh, Dawn, <laughs> uh, going about the universe and also through time as well, <laughs> and sharing these amazing experiences. It's an inc- it's a great love story as well. It's a great action story. It's a fantastic sci-fi story. There's one issue in particular, the Infinity Loop story. Remember that one?
1: Yeah, Which, that was yeah. Yeah.
0: There's an issue where you basically had to read it and then turn the comic as you read it. To read it backwards and then turn it back to read it to go forward. that's
1: a, that's a good example actually because it's like a, a lot like within that issue referenced uh, Mobius, mm-hmm. the the like the you know the the famous artist as well yeah. uh, who did actually done yeah. the Silver Surfer story as yeah, well. Yeah, we the
0: Parable story. That's right. Martha yeah, and
1: that's the thing. It's like it wasn't like that run wasn't a pure slave to 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 Kirby. Like they like they managed to just mine so much ground and create a lot of stuff as well. Yeah, within it rather than just like oh, there's Mephisto oh, there's Galactus. Well, the new Galactus shows up in it, but in a, yeah. in a new and a fresh way as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's honestly, it's been easily the best Marvel comic that they've been putting out over the past
0: few years. And I'm genuinely saddened to see it go. And also the way he ended it, obviously, without, I don't want to spoil the ending because yeah. this, this is another one that flew under most people's radar. And they really shouldn't have done. I don't want to spoil the ending. But basically, you can tell by the way he ended it, he had that in mind. Well, slot had it in mind from the very first issue. Going in, yeah. he knew exactly where he where he was going to end it. Might have different adventures in between, mm-hmm. but he knew the ending straight away. It's quite rare that,
1: isn't it? I know, to, especially scary. for like
0: a, like a main, especially for like a, a big two. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I mean.
1: Yeah, like to, to, just <coughs> to end it on their terms, you, you don't yeah. get that mm-hmm. like like well nowadays anyway.
0: Yeah. But there were delays on this title it's coming out, which is which slot admits was more down to him than than the already. Damn. Well, that's good because it gave us bug. <laughs> no, that's exactly. It. I think he did bug just as a
1: kind of a you know I'm doing nothing else.
0: <laughs> so it's win-win because that's two of our picks right there. Silver Surfer, as I said, it flew under most people's radar. I keep on saying that, but it's important that people know about the good stuff that's out there. Yeah. This is phenomenal. I really hope they do a nice big omnibus. They're gonna point. have to. There's there's no way they're not. It's been collected by. Is it five trades? Yeah, five, five trades, five, trades yeah. Five, yeah. Yeah. Yep. five. Uh, yep. So it's reflected in five trades, and it's all available, but really this is it's it's one for the ages. It's going to be a classic run. No, nah, totally. So. Speaking of possible classic run... Well, actually, oh. that is a classic
1: run, but uh, yeah. this one maybe a bit it's more hypothetical. This has got a potential classic hypothetical. Run. Yeah, okay. and it's that uh, Peter Parker spectacular Spider-Man. Oh. Uh, it's Chip Sardaski uh, writing it, and for me, mm. like is Breakout run as an artist was on sex criminals, uh, which we mentioned in another podcast. Yep. So Link! <laughs> um, but yeah, like he's been kinda working for Marvel for the past kinda two years now as a mm-hmm. writer now. Mm-hmm. And this is for me, like he's he's kind of worked on Howard the Duck and Star Lord, but for me this is a good example of him working kinda in like, you know, the big the big boy sandbox in in that like Spider Man's like the biggest character. Yeah. And he's able to like mine a lot of kind of really interesting like material for it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, with Kinda of like Spidey's dating life, uh how like like the other superheroes get their, their gear and you know the kind of the politics in it and other forgotten kind of storylines in it as well. So he seems to have a really good grasp on the kind of the history and the mechanics of Spidey. Yeah. So and he's backed up by Adam Kubert, who's been a long time favourite of mine in terms of the artwork. So he gives a, a very nice kinetic energy to that to the artwork as well. But yeah, yeah it's definitely going forward. It, it could be potentially oh, don't get me wrong Dan Slott's still knocking out the park oh yeah on Spidey but he has been writing Spidey for 27 yeah, years yeah so this is a nice <laughs> so this is a nice <laughs> wee, I, wee fresh take I might be wrong in the maths maybe it's just a touch but you know <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, so this is a nice, wee kind of voice. But it that, doesn't feel in kind of,
0: Congress, it does go in tandem. They, they do, no, of course. It yeah. does read exactly like the same character. Yeah, the same ab-
1: absolutely. So, so, you know, it's kind of like the current story arc kind of getting more into the kind of internet, international espionage kind of. Mm-hmm. And it's gearing up for the big three zero, three double zero. I should say. Not 3 yeah. 0, uh, but 300. Yeah, so that should, that's very exciting. Yeah. So, I
0: definitely one to watch in the new year. Yeah, especially the J. Jonah Jameson storyline. I, have no idea also, I don't know on.
1: how I actually forgot to mention that. Yeah, <laughs> I obviously still don't really want to mention it in case people haven't checked out in the and they've been a bit kind of like, oh, mm. well, I think we're safe to say it. It's another, it's jank so. I
0: think we're safe to say it. All
1: right, folks, like, you know, if you haven't heard it, like, you know, just maybe switch it off and go buy it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but yeah, basically, Spidey reveals. His secret identity to J Jonah Jameson. J Jonah Jameson again. We've got, like not going into specifics. He breaks down in it, mm-hmm. and you know Peter just being the big lovable lug that he is. Just you know because he's the, the brother-in-laws or they were brother-in-laws. Nobody brother-in-laws. No, hang on. no, 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 that's not right. Not, Nephew.
0: It, no, no, it, no, it, no uh, Wait, cousins. Really? Nice because All right, Hang on. Jo- Jonah's dad <laughs> married Aunt May, <laughs> so that's Aunt. Uh, Second cousin, second
1: right. Well, if anyone has a proper terminology for yeah. it, like please get back to this because we're maybe struggling a Piece little of bit. Paper. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's, it's no one saw it coming, yeah. I didn't see it coming. And you know, I'm you know, not to brag, but I'm a big Spidey fan, I have been since I was a bit of You can
0: tell who Zidarski is from that single issue, yeah. Because basically, the single issue is all about an interview between Jameson and, and Spidey.
1: It's still kind of part of the big, the overarching storyline. Yeah. But it's it's we it's it's amazing how how mm-hmm. uh, that it fits in by itself. <laughs> it's exactly. It's, it's indeed sensational. Uh, anyway, uh, this is yeah. So it's done in one, but still fitting into the kind of the narrative, yeah. the ongoing narrative of the the whole storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Phenomenal, phenomenal work. Uh, Michael Walsh actually does the artwork for that one, mm-hmm. uh, but he doesn't miss a meet, miss a beat. It's still okay. They do we flashbacks in it, and it's yeah, it's it's outstanding. Yeah, honestly, like uh, if you're a big Spider-Man fan, or even if you've not actually read a Spider-Man comic before, you get a lot in it, and you've also got the Human Torch in it as well It's a kind of sidekicky kind of a partner kind of thing, um, and you know, it almost feels like he was just kind of warming up for another comic that I'm going to mention. Like there we on go. The, the the look forward to
0: bit, but yeah,
1: honestly, check it out, a lot
0: of fun. So that's uh, our top fives from 2017, mm-hmm. but now it's 2018. Indeed, <laughs> so what are we looking forward to in 2018? Well, uh, honourable mentions for the top
1: five as well. You only had two issues of it, but Captain America by Mark Wade and Chris Samney, it's phenomenal. Um, it's again like the like the other pocket, like the other kind of episode that'll be going out with this, uh, has the third issue that they're doing, but it's yeah, it's they're gearing up for the big seven hundred issue, and the two of them just they're, they've they've kind of like they've they just work in sync now, you know. It's and, classic but fresh. Yeah, so yes yeah. yeah. Wade Wade <laughs> provides like kind of the words and script, and then Sammy does the rest, and it it works. It's mm-hmm. perfect. They've like they perfected it on Daredevil, the Rocketeer, mm-hmm. and Black Widow. You know, so check it out. It's I think it's got the potential to be one of the Marvel's best now as well, and also. I was mentioning that Chipsardaski and the Human Torch and Peter Parker's sp- spectacular. Well, they've got Marvel 2 and 1 now. He's working that one with Jim Chong. Well, Jim Chong's only on it for till issue three. But anyway, anyway, he's, he he knocked that first issue out of the park. He shows that he, he showed that he can work within the big sandbox with big characters and see for right now the thing and the human tor- the human torch and that kind of Fantastic Four sandbox is big, it's a big property right now, yeah. especially like, talking outside the comics. You've got the whole Fox deal mm-hmm. with Marvel, so like, and everyone's been talking about Fantastic Four comic. We've like again, if you're a long time listener, you know yeah. that we're missing the, F- the FF. So this is happening for a while now. Yeah, you know, this yeah, is The
0: longest you've ever gone without
1: one. Two years, and like the, the FF for the center of the Marvel universe. So yep. this is as close as we've had to an FF comic, and again, it. it as with Guardians, this actually picks up a lot of threads from the Secret Wars. Again, mm-hmm. this is whenever the, the FF were last kind of scene. So I, I think potentially this could be the big comic to to
0: to watch out for. And you're Doom and One as well. So yeah, absolutely. Like the infamous yeah. Iron Man. If yes. you can believe such a thing, Doctor Iron Man. Doctor Doctor Iron
1: Man Doom. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's a big one to watch out for. And uh, well, it's two issues, but I'm going to quickly mention it anyway. Punisher Platoon. It would have been on the list if you had the two issues, but you, you know, if unless it drops the ball, something awful. Like you know, it's still going to be incredible. It looks incredible. Parlov's knockout. Park Dennis knows the bancher better than any other writer working. So yeah, I'd probably be on the list for like this year. So yeah, phenomenal stuff. What about you, Peter? What are you looking forward to? Uh,
0: well, obviously, um, as I mentioned earlier on, Mr. Miracle is of is fantastic. I'm looking forward to that finishing up. But the big news. The biggest news we've had in a long time, I think, uh-huh. is Brian Bendis going to DC. Brian Michael Bendis, can you believe such a thing? It's phenomenal. I think it's as big I think now as, as Kirby going to DC was back in 1970. <sighs> Boom. I said it. There he you said it. I I, said I it. don't
1: know if I agree with it, but in terms <laughs> of, like, you know, Bendis kind of invented the phrase breaking the internet, and this kind of broke
0: the internet for a wee bit, <laughs> or at least he dented it for a wee bit. Like what's he gonna write? What's he gonna do? Well, he's moving on to Superman, but I don't know if it's gonna be the main title. Or... Wait, is it? He? Yeah, he's he's Superman related. So. When when was that? Next? Uh... Oh, you can tell I've not been online recently. I don't recently, know. I don't know. I don't... Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> he's doing a Superman project anyway. Because
1: uh... he's been doing, he's been posting a lot on Instagram or his social media, whatever, with a whole lot, like big massive kind of pile of DC reading material yeah. ranging from. Identity Crisis to, like, Gotham Central to, mm. the like, Justice League International. So, like, yeah. yeah. All right, okay. I'll be
0: honest, about my hope for it is that he does a kind of a a Gotham Central type Daily Planet yeah. Uh, story with, you know, uh, Lois at the forefront mm-hmm. and basically just kind of, like, behind the scenes of the planet and the superheroics are kind of an aside, almost, because I think the current creative team are just doing so well in Superman. I really don't want him to take over Superman itself. Yeah, I wouldn't mind another title, like a special title that just says focusing on that sort of thing. I I want to
1: see I want to see him in Green Arrow. I think Green Arrow's like <clears throat> again with with respect to the current team on it now. I think Green Arrow. He's been the center point of the TV series. Brian Michael Bendis, like you know, Daredevil. He worked his magic in that. Why mm-hmm. not do it with Green Arrow? Yeah. I'd, and you know, pair him up with a big artist and. Green Arrow's going to be your, your, your big title of the year in my opinion anyway but yeah obviously i am your 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 picks as well like a, a police fort or Gotham Central or you know <coughs> like yeah that would that would just sing yeah for Bendis
0: I, I originally thought Justice League could be best for him but to be oh, honest Batman and the Outsiders yeah that, that's a bit more street level It's a bit more of his style yeah I, I originally thought Justice League but uh but the thing is, the current Justice League run that's just started with priests writing it—ah, priests—is yeah, is phenomenal. It's it's so refreshing and so good. Um, and I really don't want to see that. I want to see that play out before someone else takes it over. Yeah, exactly. I don't, yeah. I don't know how many stories he's got lined up. And I don't know. Priest is a long-term is, guy. Yeah. Like he
1: doesn't just jump on the comic just for a couple of issues. I think he's like, although he did do a GLA issue way back during um,
0: Morrison's run.
1: But uh, yeah, I think he's on it for the long run, hopefully, so hopefully I'll be excited. But anyway, yes,
0: just, like, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis. Maybe Bendis is going to do Hawkman, uh, they've brought him back. <laughs> we know someone that would be Who very knows? excited about that. Who knows?
1: <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> but, uh, strange things have happened. Uh, True that, we're talking about that, I guess. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, like, let's see what, like, or even a, a crisis by Brian Michael Bendis. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Or something it, similar to that, like yeah, I'm I don't know, sure zero you hour to, or two. Be too, like, like
0: like a, make it a company wide kind of not reboot, but just event. That'd, I'd see it happening. That'd be interesting. Aye, totally. All we know is there's going to be a lot of sitting around, sitting down, and talking around tables. Yeah, probably uh, with
1: like Snapper Card like providing lunch or dinner for a lot of the jailers. layers. That'd <laughs> be up for that. That's fine. Aye, well, on the Marvel side, it would be like Infinity Countdown is probably the big kind of event for them. Like mm-hmm. they've they've got. Um, Gene Gray coming back, kind of underway with one issue. Although that's a weekly series, uh, the five issues uh, with Gene Gray coming back, Phoenix Resurrection. Uh, but that seems to be all kind of leading into uh Infinity Countdown because yep. I think there's a, a film coming out this year for Marvel series. big movie, big movie that I've avoided every trailer for. <laughs> so far. And you know, that's not even including Black Panther. You know, Black Panther's going to be. I think that's the last. That's the that's the last film. They released before the big Infinity film, yeah, so right. you know, like how how I've not what,
0: succeeded in avoiding the Black Panther.
1: <laughs> oh, it looks amazing! I can't wait for it. Like yeah. I'd, I'd like that that priest Black Panther runs,
0: just one of my all time favorite run, Marvel runs out of. Of any of them. Just yeah. for the listeners, it's not I don't like Marvel or do, and I like love the movies, I just hate being spoiled for them. Uh, yeah, I mean so. yeah,
1: you know, if I like if I could kind of skip the trailers, I would, but at the same time, like, I always watch the first one. But anyway, anyway, going <laughs> off going off with of the tangent here. Uh but yeah, so the Infinity countdown will be the big Marvel kind of event or whatever you want to call it. Event seems like a dirty word now, but anyway. Uh, it seems to be the kind of like the big shake up for Marvel this year. So a certain Marvel character, Long Dead. Is Long Dead? It's long dead for a wee while, hasn't it Well, we'll leave it
0: at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> we'll leave it at you
1: that. You know, uh, if you don't know, go like you know, we've still got Marvel Marvel Legacy. You can check that out and see who I'm talking about. Absolutely. Or if you're reading the current stuff, I'm sure you've seen the advertisement. Anyway, go yes. read some comics. You'll know, <laughs> you'll find out all the big stuff.
0: <laughs> That's probably the best way to end the show, isn't it? Just <laughs> go, read <some laughs> go, read comic. Comic. go read some comics. Go read some comics. But we'll just wrap up as normal. You can follow us on Facebook at Red Planet Glasgow and on Twitter and Instagram at fpglasgow.
1: Absolutely. So yeah, any feedback? Please let us know. Like, do you like the specials? Do you want more specials? Like, do you want maybe the focus on? I
0: don't know. Like you, well, you did a, a Doctor Who. Yeah, uh, further back in the feet, uh, I had a couple of guests. Well, without me. Yeah, a couple. Of, <laughs> I <don't> know. <laughs> I got, I a couple of guests on discussing the Doctor Who Christmas special, "Twice Upon a Time," the Peter Capaldi and Stephen Moffat finale,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: introducing Jodie Whittaker as the new Doctor. Uh, it was a fun time was had by all. It was. uh, yeah, I had a good time recording it. It was good. And what a show. Also, further back in our feed, we've got a Justice League uh, special mm-hmm. podcast where we discuss the Justice League movie, so that's available to listen to. too. Absolutely. To do. To do. To do. <laughs> <to, to. laughs> uh, so that was um, all the specials that we've done so far. So let us know if you've got ideas for any other future ones you want us to do, any mm-hmm. other topics you want us to cover. Yeah, it doesn't have to be movie. films or TV. Yeah, absolutely. And also, it's never been easier to keep up to date with our podcast now because we're on iTunes. You can subscribe to us there And while you're there Why not give us a rating and review It helps other people find the show
1: Fantastic So we've been the Forbidden Planeteers
0: And we'll be back next week So Until then Good night And, and good, good reading. reading Happy New Year Oh, hey